Hey guys, this is Sarah G. It is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. Oh my God. Get into it. Oh my God. Like between the year and everything and just usual talk. Uh, there's just so much going on and I think that obviously I should talk about the elephant in the room besides like an actual elephant but uh, the whole thing with the Writers Guild I think I've talked about this like going on writer strike and I've talked about it with Jeremy Gordon um, when he was on the podcast two weeks ago plus and I think it's just very interesting because yes the writers are on strike if you are in any way in the industry, please just spread the word about it. I don't know too much on how to really help, but I do want to say I respect writers so much. I respect a lot of crew, especially, but the writers, this seems to be a pattern that keeps going on. And I think that we don't get enough of a chance to acknowledge what is really going on. And my feed has been filling up with it a lot lately. So I just wanted to quickly talk about it. Also because, you know, AAPI Heritage Month will start when this episode is released. And I think that it's a great kind of transition to just talk a tiny bit about it. And ironically, I kind of said I wasn't going to do Monday Moods so much anymore just because it's become a lot more of like a chore. And I know people are going to say, what do you mean by that? Here's the thing when again, I've talked about this multiple times, but when you're the person that does everything and I actually don't want to be a lone wolf in regards to doing this, but because I really lack money, which is a thing with life, etc., that, you know, you, you can't really do much more. And I follow a bunch of these business and or just kind of uh, create smaller creator content to try to figure out ways to grow. And it really doesn't work for the most part. And I've actually had some great discussions recently with a lot of people in similar situations as me, or I, I guess, if we're going to be grammatically correct. But have you ever known me to be fully correct unless it was like in high school and that was only just because ADHD people kept correcting me all the time that's the point where I just decided that I'd overcorrect the correctness yeah that does not sound right by any means <laughs> uh whatever oh but I've had a lot of discussions lately that make me go okay let's pause because I think any creator in the like 20k to maybe 500k, I mean, the people that I'm going to mention next are a little higher up, but they're actually using their platform for good to try to figure out how to help smaller creators, etc. Also, just that they're on live and actually talk about real things as opposed to just trying to sell you something in a pyramid scheme type thing. And I know, as usual, Sarah gets off topic. I know, I know, but yet I just needed to make that thing clear quick. But I found, which I'm already knowing that I'm probably late to the game, knowing how many followers this person has, but you should go and follow him. He's hilarious. I will give some clues and then obviously mention who he is at the end and give you the exact handle to follow. Also, in this case, a part of the clue works with the Writers Guild because his girlfriend's actually in it. And I'm trying not to like say too much because one is 
I don't know this person too well. Again, I've just been on the lives once or twice, but I've heard enough that where it's like I have so much respect, not only for this creator, not only for this creator's girlfriend, but for this creator's teen parents, especially mom who raised him. Like all these stories are savages and I'd love to talk sometime, like actually interview, but Again, it takes time to really work on that stuff. Plus, let's face it, again, there's so much that goes into planning podcasts, small creator stuff, etc. That I can talk about trying to get guests together, which I do. But again, doing all this alone is really, really hard. But I applaud anyone who's else in my shoes. So yeah, Sarah, I know you need to get on with it. So I gave a lot of you know, kind of, uh, kind of clues, if you will. But everyone should go and follow, yeah, Tyson Wong. I wanted to make sure that I, and I will be talking a lot more about some other things, but Shane Duffy, you should also follow. Not only that, he's a bigger creator on TikTok. I think he has like 500K, etc. but he's really cool. He interacts. He's got ADHD like me as well, but he's actually trying to help out smaller creators. And I think that that's a big thing that like a lot of people say, I'm not like other people. I'm not like this that I'm not like other girls. And I think I could just have gotten so over the top angry about it or just frustrated, really, to be honest. And it's not even in a sense that like, I think that people should better because let's face it, there's like a strong sense of justice, I think for anybody who has ADHD or has some sort of neurodivergence. And I think that there's like a fine line because again, neurodivergent TikTok is really weird. And I'm not even saying weird in a sense, but it's like dog talk. Like I've talked about this multiple times. Anytime anything gets like sort of gaining like momentum or speed on awareness, everything turns to shit. And I don't mean that in a like that it's because that's so bad, whatever. No, I mean, it's literal shit because every time, you know, either if you're on like ethical breeding, ethical rescue TikTok or neurodivergent TikTok or, you know, <laughs> like feminism TikTok, like there's just no side. Everything is just black and white and we need to work more on it. And a creator I love that I've talked about a few times who has Border Collies, but Brie, go and follow her. She is a phenomenal, she dock dives with her uh, Border Collies. She's a trainer, etc. And it just is so, there's just so many things. But I will say, I think I probably, with where my dog winded up, probably got a 5 to 7 out of 10 on the ethical thing. Could be better. Could be worse, could still, because she was a second litter, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing that I want to condemn her for is that she at least acknowledges, like, a lot of things could be room for improvement. She's not saying I'm better or has this, like, you know, kind of behavior, like, it's so much, like, like of a inferiority complex that goes on with it. There are a few others that I would say have the same thing, and I think that we just, as a society, as plenty of people say, we just get so wrapped up that we lose sight of what really happens or what's 
really going on. And I think that that's another piece. Like, I know I've talked a lot about on here, you know, child stars trying to help out with the influencer drama, but now it just seems like they're here to just complain. And on one hand, I see you. I think you're valid for any trauma you went through with the industry. The industry needs tighter laws. And Mom Uncharted has specified lately that the new rule as of yesterday, which was April 26th, that there's a new bill getting passed, luckily, for people who are under 13. And I know everybody's probably lied about their age on social media, but with TikTok, I really hope that these vlogger families have, like, more security to not make a account for their young, impressionable child. And I know that there's going to be a lot of pros, cons, whatever, but that's just kind of where I'm landing on as somebody who's starting to feel really old lately. Like yesterday, I don't know why, but I had an epiphany. Yes, I'm 25. I feel like I haven't accomplished anything, and yet I know I have, and yet it's that burnout that you get as an ADHD person or as someone who had authoritative parents, etc. And I know, I know, I know. What the heck is this all got to do with anything. I think that it's just showing like the different levels of ways life goes and how you sometimes can have like a way of how you perceive things, etc. And I truly do believe people want to do better than what they project out, but it's just we got to do better and the internet's got to do better. And I mean, we just people are too comfortable sending hate sending death threats, etc., to people out there or making fun of people's looks. It's just that it's getting out of hand. And I'm thinking as someone who feels like, you know, I'm getting older, but I still feel like I'm in that toxic cycle that teenagers are in, that if this fucks with me so much, think about, yeah, younger people. So there's so much that obviously needs to be covered that I can't in a 30-minute to a 45-minute podcast, nor do I think you really want me to. I am not an expert. I am not here to tell you how to live your life. Again, I have tried to do polls. I've tried to do conversations, etc. on my Gen Z Gab Instagram, and I don't get response, which is fine. But for anybody saying, oh my gosh, this girl talks about the same freaking stuff all the time. Well, for starters, part of that's a niche. And another part is if you really have an issue with what I'm saying, comment, subscribe, whatever, or even as much as I'll probably delete it if it's something really profoundly hateful, which yes, it's not even that I can't handle it. It's just like, sometimes it's so stupid. Like, it's not that I want just nothing but good responses either. It's just, sometimes it's just so unnecessary as well. But anyway, please interact is more what I have to say. If you think I'm doing same old, same old, same old things, Please just interact. Because right now I have zero reviews, which is fine. Like, I get it. Sometimes it takes longer than a year. But if somebody really has, like, a huge opinion on this, go and comment on it. Obviously, not every time will be nice and jolly, but it is what it is. And that's the content acting entertainment world that we live in. Everyone's going to have a critic moment about you and I know and I want to just say straight up I know I probably worded things wrong in the past and I am truly sorry I've taken a lot of these last few years to reflect a lot on 
what I'm doing. I recently saw something by the cut asking how, like, racist you are to a lot of people. And you know what? I actually liked a majority of the answer. And a lot of people who said a 3 to 5 out of 10, I agree. Here's why. A lot of them said it's because they still have preconceived, you know, biases, ignorances, just that there's always room to improve, especially for white people. And I say this all the time and I think about it and I've been really trying to work on it, especially, but there's so much, you can do so much about biases, et cetera, but there's still just that unfortunate side of these are things that we're still needing to unlearn. And I think that that goes into also some of that stuff with trauma, et cetera. I don't want to spend too much time on it. I just, I wanted to say that when I've thought about like how my judgments and how I've reflected in the past year, how I probably don't follow some of the same people that I used to rave about. And I'm looking really hard at myself lately and thinking about, it wasn't that I, I followed them thinking that they were way better than they were. And there's nothing wrong. You can follow whoever you want, but you start to do some critical. Also, there's like this just preconceived idea that voice acting is so much better and people have been talking about all this stuff over reddit and I seriously need to get out of reddit and I know I just basically ended I needed to talk about something else before and obviously I just kind of dropped the ball with that sexual assault awareness month but did you know in Italy they wear denim especially on April 26th now I'm a little late but I did want to say that I'm wearing this in support there is so much that goes on the lives etc and I will be sharing some resources. And I just wanted to talk about it just a little bit before everything else kind of just fizzled out or, you know, just lost a little momentum. And I know that sounds really weird, but at the same time, I don't know how else to talk about some of this stuff. Part of the reason I like started this, as I said, a year ago is because I wanted to talk about anything. Like nothing was fully off limits. I also wanted to talk about how I relate to different things in TV, media, whatever, but also what I am seeing. And yes, lately I've probably done a lot of redundancy, but that's the thing because so many things go through cycles. And I think that that's another piece that we don't fully acknowledge. And I know there's things I'm trying to be happier and more well-rounded mentally, but it just doesn't always work that way. And I completely get that when like some of these podcasts with former child people come out. But the problem is, again, they always say they're, they're a nice person or that they've changed so much or come out with more stuff but the problem is so many of them have moved to like Texas or Georgia etc and then so many of them have also said they want to be there for these family bloggers and yet they follow and are friends with said family bloggers that are exploiting their kids and then I see people who are outspoken about that following them and then it's just like it's a never-ending battle and I completely get why like things aren't black and white and that's just the last I'll say on it but it's been really really truly bothering me lately just that amount and I think I've talked about it in the past if you know you know 
But I just wanted to specify that even more because I think part of me just isn't trying to judge them too much, but I'm also trying to be like critically thinking this isn't how it is. And I know lately I've been thinking about this. You as a person can be toxic yourself sometimes and I've had a lot of reflection on that. And I think if I was gonna, like I said, talk about my toxic traits, here's the thing. Everyone has some negative traits about themselves and then it turns a little toxic and mine are probably that I'm blunt and that I kind of think a little too black and white and I'm very critical and I'm trying to work on it I'm trying to find some middle ground and I think I'll never be fully good because nobody's perfect but I do think that there needs to be moments where we call out actual things that are going on and maybe seeing if people understand where you're coming from or that it's valid because I think that I'm not the only one that feels this way and yes I talk about reddit all the time I wish I could not be in Reddit, honestly. I don't post my opinions ever on there, but I read other people and start to just visualize what I'm going to talk about. And that's how I, again, have stated in the past how I get some of my ideas of what to talk about because I think people on Reddit, though, also are too black and white in their thinking. There's no middle ground. And I know that Reddit's an opinion-based place, but I don't think enough people use critical thinking anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're not all meant to be geniuses or sound like Peace Prize winners, Nobel Prize winners, okay? Or the most articulate, diplomatic human being. But that doesn't mean that we don't have stuff that we can work on or bring clarity to. I also want to touch a little bit on the whole Megan Trainer situation. And I know the fact that I give her even more like the time of day, whatever. Something really irked me this week, which I know it irked a lot of other people. And you know what? Yes, as a kid with ADHD, teaching probably wasn't probably wasn't still the easiest kid to teach. And granted, I also probably fell in line a little more just because I was always scared of getting in trouble. But it was separate. There's a lot of things to unpack that I don't have time to do. But that being said, and yes, do I think sometimes homeschooling might be better for slurring types of kids? Yes, and with how the whole world is going. I will say, teachers, frontline workers, all that, have done an amazing job throughout all of these struggles, trial, tribulations. And yes, there are not great ones. And yes, I've been critical of some, you know, people in different types of work. But it always comes down to, though, different types of safety level, etc. But this moment, I am shocked, not by what she said, but shocked at some of the people that might not want to hang out or that hang out with her now, but then are going to still. And it's just like, people are still defending her and her half-ass apology. And I've never been a fan of her, really. Yes, I'll give it to her that her kid's cute, but I still don't really want to talk about kids, really. Kids under 18 especially deserve a lot of privacy, and I just don't see that happening. Like I said, like I was talking about earlier, another thing, influencer, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is if, if I've learned anything throughout what has happened with COVID, etc. Teachers need to be paid more. I mean, have we not seen the Quintina Brunson uh, or Quinta Brunson interview from SNL? The monologue, her mom is a teacher who she, all these teachers are struggling and you have the audacity to keep that in your freaking podcast. 
and maybe you do want as much stuff coming your way, but the problem is not all publicity is good publicity, okay? Like, whatever. And ugh, it just shows your entitlement. And I have family members who are teachers, so that really, really bothers me. And yes, I know maybe I'm too sensitive or whatever, but it's just, uh I'm guaranteeing, like, the way that you had so many times, like, so many other teachers have called you out on TikTok, etc., or just people who have had teachers in their family, you name it, or know people. It's it's disrespectful, entitled, disturbing how you can just say whatever and entirely privileged. You're not going to understand what they've had to give up. And you're just apologizing is beyond half-ass. And we all know Chris Wilson's going to have to clean up your mess and blah, blah, blah. And, ugh, like, the whole thing, just not about it. And I don't even care how many apologies you put out because I guarantee you no teacher is gonna forgive you they get paid low enough as is. they don't need some celebrity dissing on them and i know there's been so many call outs back but it's still she's gonna be famous no matter what still nobody and i get it cancel culture is bad blah 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 but this is like are you freaking kidding me right now and then it just goes to show again who, you, you know, you might still have friends, aka ass kissers after this, like probably not real friends. And that's where, yeah, I'm bad for business for a lot of reasons, like I've always talked about, but I'm not bad for business in this kind of way. I'm bad for business in the sense that I might call out people. And again, maybe that's another toxic quality of me. So just some food for thought that's made me very angry lately, just seeing these videos, whatever, and anybody can make anything. And yeah, Yes, we're not all correct at times, like I said, multiple times, but it's still just really, do you, you have a big production team, you have people to look over and edit your stuff, you have like a good group to try to make you look better than you are 90% of the time and still, but I guess it goes to show again what influencers do versus not, and yes, I know you're a singer, but you're also an influencer, so whatever, anyway, that's my two cents from social media which again I very rarely would get too much into the trends that you could be doing but right now there's just one thing that made me want to say something about the one green versus red filter right now that's going around if you have hazel eyes just so you know you're gonna wind up like the middle child again where you don't really know where your eyes belong and I say that because currently right now there's another again there's these stupid things hilarious things whatever trends Aside from if it seems like all I do is complain on here, which yes and no, but whatever. Oh, God, though. But the funniest part is like, yeah, I have hazel, the forest green eyes, and I, I did that where it was supposed to turn red. It turned brown, so then it's like, what is exactly supposed to happen with this filter? Meanwhile, looking at other people who have blue or green eyes and it does something weird. I also don't trust the filters on TikTok. Just another... Food for thought reminder in case somebody's ever, you know, over um, analyzing everything. Because again, I want to touch on it, the body dysmorphia that goes on with this stuff. And before anybody says it, yes, it's a real mental illness. Yes, not maybe I shouldn't be throwing it around. But the problem is so many people are giving their two cents that aren't even registered dietitians or anyone that really has space. They're also saying, and I'm not doing it, just because just it works for me doesn't mean it 
works for you. There's just so many doubling down and the whole online mom trend has driven me insane lately. And how many people are so quick to defend, which I get, like, it's your family. I get that. But cutting out some of the people in my family that were toxic for that mentals ability has been the greatest thing. I understand. I don't have an almond mom, so I won't really be affected by that, but I've been affected by other extended people around me, society, you name it. And the reason I'm just so fired up about it is because it frustrates me that so many people have these weird conspiracy theories and that they're, you know, misinformation spreading around online. And, you know, even dietitians from Europe have stated that their food isn't inherently better than ours. So, you know, I've followed that crap before, and it just shows, again, how impressionable. But even people going, like, I snark follow, unfollow them now because that gives them credibility, as a lot of these dietitians have stated, as a lot of medical professionals have stated. And the whole thing that's going on, yeah, I could talk Road v. Way, all those stupid issues that are going on with women's bodies like stay out of our bodies leave us alone let us have rights like <clears throat> that stuff but no I'm gonna spend more of my time and energy on this because no matter how much I talk about it I just get angrier and angrier and angrier and yes we have to still keep talking about it to make a big deal a big change but the people in power blah 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 it's just you see me where I'm going with this but it's also making me wonder, like, how many people talk about this stuff just for lip service versus they actually care about issues that are going on or they don't want to get into trouble with the rest of the world or blah, blah, blah. And that's another thing that really bothers me, which I know I talk about a lot on here, but I don't think people quite understand the, like, hold that they have on TikTok or the fact of the matter is just walking around like here's the thing if you have an actual talent but are on tiktok hanging out with influencer all that stuff and then are concerned about where you are or the level or why you're famous for not being famous whatever maybe just reflect a little bit i don't know again i'm not trying to give you advice i just got on here because I keep seeing the same old, same old, same old, same old stuff. And you can see I'm really amped up, really fired up about all this. So I just wanted to give you some food for thought before, you know, you start questioning or keep going on these things. And again, it just shows the shallowness of a lot of things, especially Bethany Frankel goes out of her way to freak out, give people season assists. And it's just, are you kidding me? Like I had to block that lady because her brain cells are not making sense to me. And I know, again, I'm being critical or what, but she can dish it out, but she can't take it. And that's why she goes after people like Meredith Lynch. She goes after all these other creators who might actually know what they're talking about. But the minute that somebody says something in regards to what they don't believe in, she has to go and bulldoze down and be a bully. And that's why I keep talking about these themes because it just shows how nothing seems to change. And of course, Mean Girls will always win. And that's kind of where even Kourtney Kardashian has kind of spoken on this, like how her whole family has started to become more narcissistic. She's noticed she's gotten to a healthier spot that even her own wedding was made into a business deal by her family. Now, again, I don't know everything. I won't know everything. I don't really need to care to know everything. I've tried to 
distance myself from knowing more because again ozempic and all those weight loss and all those craziness that goes along with that family no thank you also just the fact of the matter is i know that we've all hate watched a lot of this stuff so i've stopped doing that because i want to still stand by what i've talked about because it's true you can hate watch or hate follow but at the same time you shouldn't because it gives them more credibility and i just wanted to touch on that a little bit before we segue into other things separately i'm gonna talk now because yes AAPI Heritage Month is coming up and like I said I mentioned some things here and there if you want to go back and listen to Brooke Alex's interview from last year go ahead she was my first guest and she talked about being Japanese in America biracial all that stuff but I'm doing a separate thing and I'm trying to stay in my lane completely with this with the Lilo and Stitch which is why I've been pretty quiet about it because I'm trying to just listen around and not be outraged so here's my only little thing that I'll say or the two cents that I'll really give and please correct me etc but from what I've seen girl who plays Nani isn't any Hawaiian blood she is from Hawaii, but she's not Hawaiian ethnically. She is Filipina and she is lighter skin. And I know that plenty of other people can speak on that. So I'm not going to get too much into it there. But the whole thing of Cobra Bubbles, the whole thing with how Stitch is just not looking like Stitch, I'm a little nervous. And I truly want the music to stay the same and I'm talking about this as a kid who had ADHD and probably related a lot to Lilo, a lot to Stitch, a lot to just feeling like an outsider and watching Myrtle as an adult, I think I've mentioned this a few times, you start to see what her brain is like or what might be going on inside. And I've had a question this whole week that made me kind of wonder, maybe it is and isn't, but it goes into kind of some of that colorism, whatever. And I don't want to, again, speak too much on this, but I've started to wonder if all of those girls are either fully Hawaiian or mixed Hawaiian, uh, who attend the hula, hula class with Lilo. And here's why. There's enough of these characteristics I see, and maybe it's just the drawing, but I just feel like, or the area that they are in, that there's something about that they probably are all of some Hawaiian descent and they're learning about their culture, etc. And people say they don't go by blood quantum there, and that's great. And I'm not trying to get into, again, I'm getting into probably a little bit dangerous territory. But here was my thought watching Myrtle and probably the reason why maybe she hates Lilo so much. Her mom is obviously pretty white. We've never seen her dad and her dad has been listed as either the parents are separated, divorced, or he's just estranged. And part of me wonders, what if her dad's half Hawaiian? Hear, hear me out, native Hawaiian. She doesn't see that side that much. The reason she goes to hula class is to connect with her, her Hawaiian side. She doesn't feel Hawaiian enough. I am not defending any of her bullying any of her you know spoiled disturbing disgusting behavior the way she interacts with people and you know how she has her friends and you know just very much showing what still goes on this day and obviously you'd rather be a lilo and a world floral of myrtles but i did just want to put on a little critical thinking and yes i've mentioned that multiple times 
this this podcast, but I do want to just specify what if she is, what if she is part Hawaiian? What if she is not feeling Hawaiian enough? Maybe her mom does this so that she can connect with her culture and that's why she goes to hula school. Maybe that's why that she like has such an issue with Lilo is not because she's so weird, but because she has these strong ties to their culture. And I know there can be a lot of nuances with this, but maybe the fact that Lilo also gets this love and attention that she doesn't get, there's just a lot of things that I start to think about, like what if, you know, part of the reason she's so much more angry and narcissistic and just ugh, is because maybe she just is longing for some of that connection or the sense of normalcy. Now, I could be completely wrong, but it could make sense, like, why so many people come in different shades, shapes, sizes, all that stuff. But the fact that they're all girls going to a hula school and learning about the culture and yes, you should learn about the island that you live on. But it just made me think a little bit. That's all. But separately, yeah, I just, I really hope they don't screw it up. A person that talked about this, as I've mentioned in the past, Eastland Trace, and everything's a shit show right now with casting. They need to do better with casting. But here's my thing with Cobra Bubbles. The guy who voiced him, which that's what Ethan mentioned, he's still alive and ready. And he's a big guy that can play Cobra in real life. So live action. And now I'm very glad that the voice of Nani Tiakare is um, going to be the social worker. That's cool. That's a positive note. But it just bothers me that like they're going to um, just kind of get rid of that character that Cobra is and replace him with someone else who's just not fitting very well. I love, again, like a lot of people, Courtney B. Vance is phenomenal, but it just, it doesn't work in this situation. And I know casting has a hard job. Again, I am not trying to beg per se, but there's just so many issues that I'm having with it that it's making me nervous. And my cat actually reacted to the original Hawaiian roller coaster ride or the intro Hey Lilo song and I just and her ears were going she really loved it and I just felt like if they get rid of the music in any way if they don't stick to the story with how it is it's gonna just blow up because for a lot of people my age older Gen Z younger millennials etc maybe even more now too people are re-watching stuff on you know Disney plus but it just goes to show the different levels and intricacies that go along with it that you know it's such a delicate story a lot of people who felt a little out of place loved Lilo and Stitch for that reason so that's my piece like the fact that Stitch was kind of that you know therapy dog or whatever you want to call it but just the fact that even though you were a little different it's still whatever and showing kindness so that's kind of where I'm at with just my feelings on it all. I don't know how much more to say because obviously I don't want to overstep or whatever, but that's just... You know, there's a lot going on in my mind that I try to slow down. And yes, for anyone, I do not have tips. If I knew everything, I wouldn't be doing this. And that's kind of my moral of life is that... Lately, I've been going up and down in some of my feelings. Now, granted, part of that is lovely Midwest weather that decides to go 80 degrees one week and then, you know, 40 degrees the next. And it just really messes with your mental health. 
And, you know, working on things and really reflecting and trying to, you know, heal from some things, it's just really hard, especially when you're sucking at finding jobs or finding your next path. And I'm talking about this again because I'd say I'm in a slightly better spot than I was last year. But again, I just feel like in order to get more recognition, you have to have the flash. And when you don't have that flash, and yes, I know that gets into a lot of other things, but when you don't have enough flash or pizzazz, and it's like, oh, you're, you're mediocre or whatever. And I know that that's partially some of the, what do I want to say? Oh yeah, um, imposter syndrome, but it, it just is what it is. And I think as, you know, between a clip show and showing where I started or versus where I ended, I think I'm doing just fine. It's just very hard to feel like you're making improvements or strides when things move so slowly always for you in life. And then people give you that one day at a time, which it's like, I want to believe that, but it's just, uh, it gets sickening after a while to keep hearing that one day at a time. So yes. So as I've reflected here, the one thing I'm going to end with this week on the podcast is again, just how much paparazzi gets in your face, etc. How I used to kind of think that I wanted to do some of that until I realized one thing. You can't get, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like I guess is the same. It's, you can't have everything. You can't get your abundance, whatever. But I'm watching a lot of these Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell stuff going on right now. And not the first. And then unearthing a lot of early 2000s drama that I had no idea about legitimately. I didn't even know what was going on at the time. Again, I was a kid. I was in 2000. I was two to three, depending on what time of year. I don't remember a lot of these iconic moments. So for anybody trying to say I'm not Gen Z, I'm just specifying yet again. I'm so, I'm on the old end where, yeah, maybe a little bit of an identity crisis, but I know where I belong. It's just that the rest of the world hasn't caught up. And then now it's like we have these Gen Alphas to deal with that are gonna now have these same problem like I've stated multiple times but I think that the whole influencer culture really fucked us up and I think I say that every week but the more time that I spend between influencer actor stuff it's like yeah I want to be an actor but do I want that like level like what level do I actually want because I said I'd like more recognition etc but I don't think I want everyone in my business 24-7. So I guess, yeah, I talk about this a lot, but it's just that it's a never-ending cycle of how much do I actually need or want or expect out of here? Because at the end of the day, I just don't know. And I know it's yammering about the same stuff, but the fact of the matter is I didn't know half this cheating scandal that got ripped or wiped from the internet that happened in the early 2000s that are wild that even millennials kind of forgot about and just how paparazzi has always been there tmz e-news and i used to really want to be on e-news until i realized that that's just not what i want to do as much anymore i mean i wouldn't mind doing like the soup that joel McHale did but aside from that like i don't really want to tear down people as much 
as I think like is normalized as well. And I think a good thing that mentioned is other things that happen throughout life or whatever that we don't even really know. And you know, life is ahead. But I think, again, like we say, we're too comfortable in all this negativity and whatever to comment on people's weight, etc. And I've just been slowly trying to take myself out of this never-ending cycle, whole whatever you may call it. And that's why, you know, just one year later, me talking about all these kind of similar things. Have I changed a little bit? Probably more than I even realized. But as some of my beliefs or opinions, yes. But do I feel growth 100%? And I know it's very hard to follow me. So thank you for anyone that has stuck with me this long. Because I know that I am a lot at times. Or that I'm overwhelming, as people would say. And I, you know, I'm trying to just become okay with hearing those words. Because even though they hurt, it's true. Maybe I am not for everyone. But you know what? That's okay. If I fit in with everyone, then that would also mean a follower. Or if I was bitchy to everyone and worked my way and used power, that's not great either. So there's just this delicate balance. And I just wanted to leave you with that this week because I think that you're probably not, I'm probably not the first person to go through all these weird identity crisis, life thought processes and where I stand. (laughs) 